Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome back. Another episode of The Hook is upon us. My name is Ken Miller. My partner is Mike Palm. Mike is the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sport out in Las Vegas. I talk sports on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO, along with Trent Condon, every Monday through Friday from 11 until 1. Well, Mike, I've, there's been, I've seen a lot of Twitter activity today. Jeff Benson jumping on an airplane, flying from Las Vegas uh, on the southwest into um, into one of the Chicago, I guess Midway. Um, that's where Southwest is hubbed at. Uh, he says he's not going for for pleasure. He's going for business. Does this mean that Illinois is about to come to reality? Well, first of all, I'm surprised Derek didn't put him on an Amtrak. So at least <laughs> he got to fly Southwest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're on the uh, the eve, hopefully, of taking our first bet tomorrow. So still waiting some regulatory approval from Illinois, um, but a soft opening tomorrow, Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to throw our grand opening next Wednesday. Brian Urlacher will be there. Of course, we'll be in the middle of game twos of the wild card round. Yep. And then Thursday night, Bears at Commander's watch party at Waukegan amidst the, the potential game threes of the wild card as well. We're so hoping the Cubs could have gotten in. And yeah. really, they probably would have been playing the Brewers, which have been perfect mm-hmm. right where we're at. They're r- real close to the Wisconsin border in right. Waukee. But they've just, I mean, the six-run lead on Tuesday and yep. then 3-1. and night, likewise. 17 straight last night. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's like 1969 all over again. Yeah, it just seems like that team is on fumes, whether it be the starters, whether it be the bullpen. Uh, they've, I don't know if they've overachieved. They've gone over their uh, win total yep. from the year. So yep. uh, there's that, and I'm grateful I had for that. It. Those, so were my I. Two, those were the two plays I had over Texas, over Chicago Cubs. That was it. I had, uh, well, you can hit them both because Texas yep. has flown over yep. there. Well, they, they, they rolled over two weeks ago. Uh, I had uh, the only over-under I bet was, uh, was the Cubs, and then Oops. I bet uh, Gossman um, and Castile from the Mariners to win Cy Young's, and neither of those two will. So anyways. I got Cole at plus one ten about You're a month free. ago, which he's minus a million now. So I, I make yeah. money on the market, but Framber would have been my big ticket again. He actually hasn't pitched that well. No, uh, I agree with you. No hitter. He's been really weak and too many pitches. You know, he went six innings, twenty six straight games last year. He can't get out of the fourth inning now without mm. ninety pitches. He's he's mm-hmm. he's really mm-hmm. lost the command. You know, speaking of buying, betting on futures, Mike, I've been meaning to run this by the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. You know my affinity for them, and now you know my affinity for Super Bowl exactus. And what we talked about, you know, in, in July and August and leading up to the season, we both thought there's only a couple of teams in the NFC that legitimately can get to the Super Bowl. I still feel that way. Uh, maybe the Cowboys, maybe the Lions. But why, for instance, why would I bet the Bengals at 12 to 1 when I could put the Bengals on top of the Niners or the Eagles or the Cowboys and get three and four times that? Um, is Does that cut into your future business, especially when you have a year like year where seemingly one of the conferences has, you know, two or three teams that tower over anybody else? Well, no, because people like the longer shots, right? People always like the longer shots. So, 
It doesn't really. We still saw good action in the future book, especially in the AFC. Uh, nothing's changed for me in the NFC. I, I I believe there were two teams, and I think there's still two teams. I don't. I yeah. never believed in Dallas, uh, and uh, I don't think Seattle's offensively is good enough. I just don't I agree. Think they're not listen. San Francisco is the most talented roster, top to bottom. I think both them and the Eagles are very well coached. I think they mm -hmm. tower over the rest of the. The AFC is much more interesting. Um, when Burrow gets healthy, Cincinnati will be in there. The KC defense has been great. The Chargers still try to lose every week with stupid decision-making. Cleveland <laughs> yeah, really with Chubb would have been a real problem for yeah, teams. Yeah. And their defense is still – you know that they haven't given up 10 first downs in a game yet, Ken? I mean, it's pretty, pretty really? remarkable. You know how many plays in the red zone the opposing offenses have run in 180 minutes? One. Followed a turnover, then they had a sack. They were one play in the red zone by Pittsburgh. That's it. Yeah, no, they're, they're absolutely legit. Miles Garrett, yep. defensive player of the year. I mean, you got to get Jim some of Schwartz, that. I, I yes. think Jim Schwartz ought to be coach of the year. He can't. He's not a head coach. But, I mean, right. he's made the biggest difference so far. Didn't he, Wasn't it him that uh, had the bounty in New, in New Orleans? No. Didn't he? Mm -mm. No. What did he get in trouble for? No. I don't know. Schwartz was with the Lions. He was head coach of the Lions. Uh, but he was not part of the bounty gate. Thought he got he crossed the line some, but you're right. He's a terrific coach, no, no doubt about that. Well, since we're on the NFL, you know, one, one more before I got a crazy question for you. You mentioned the Chiefs and their defense, uh, and I didn't like the Chiefs this year. I was taking a stand against the Chiefs. I think I made a mistake, and I made a mistake in, in big part because of that defense is starting to take on, dare I say, elite status. I mean, they're very, very good. It used to have to, if you're the Chiefs, put up 40 or you don't have a chance to win. Now your defense, week in and week out, I mean, that's a pretty good unit, Mike. They're a very good unit. They, they've, they've been a top five defensive unit, and we really haven't seen the offense explode yet. I mean, against the Bears, the Bears are like, you yeah. know, play, you know, playing uh, uh, Homewood Flossmore or somebody. Or, or, or Glad, <laughs> With a hyphen, Glad, yeah. Gladbrook Rhinebeck or, you know, Dennis yeah. and Shellswig. They're, they're just a joke. So – uh, I'm looking forward to this game in Germany in about six weeks where it's yeah. Miami, Kansas City. That's at a 6.30 a.m. Pacific time kick. No, that's that's for sure. Yeah. Well, we've got three weeks yeah. in a row now. Then I think we take a couple of weeks off. And then we and go then to Germany. Game, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, then you go to Germany. for Maybe the game of the year is going to be taking place in Germany. What kind of business will you do on Sunday morning? Small. We get more involved in the half times as people start to trail in for their for their cabanas and booths for the day and they bet the second half. So, but we don't get a ton of people here for kick. Probably in the book, there'll be less than 40 people at kick, especially wow. Atlanta, Jacksonville uh, right. this week. You know, Ken, I think that within five to six years, the NFL will have a 630 a.m. Pacific kick on a majority of Sundays. I think that's what be surprised. Right? Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. What does the Ryder Cup do for business Sunday morning? It'll be good. I think yep. it'll be real good. Uh, serious golf bettors and just people that are casual golf bettors get involved. They're obviously all bet the USA. Sure. And a lot of attention on this one. I think it should be terrific. These teams are pretty well balanced. I think uh -huh. the USA may be stronger down at the bottom uh, of the lineup. So, I mean, it's close to a pick on price. So it will get real good two way action, I think. Yeah, Mike, uh, Matt Rudy rather had the uh, yep. uh, same uh, theory as you did as far as the depth. 
more mm-hmm. depth toward the bottom this year on the Americans than in previous years. That's why he's going to pick them, and he's always picked them most years. Uh, that we And I've had him on the radio for, good God, 24, 25 years, and he's picked against the United States the majority of those years yeah. and Ryder Cup years for that very reason. All right, here's my theory. We're just talking about the Cheeks, so you might have an idea where I'm going. Um, and, and that's Taylor Swift. Uh, you guys, because I was in Vegas to see it, um, and you, you, you involved with Barbie. I mean, Barbie was outside of, uh, of, of Circa on, on the building itself. We were there for when Taylor Swift was in Vegas. I don't recall you guys doing anything special for that. But here's my question. Obviously, 12 to 12 to 17 year olds, the female demographic was through the roof. They can't bet. But 18 to 49 year olds, which saw the biggest uptick that have ever watched an NFL game this past weekend. More women went out of their way. 18 to 49 to watch the Chiefs against the Chicago Bears in what was an awful football game. Can you convert some of that audience into wagering on sports? Not sure. I mean, what was the gap between the first time you watched a football game and the first time you made a bet? Ken? Yeah, fair point. 15, yeah. 20 years. I mean, some of it has to do with age, but. And, and the ability to do so, too. I mean, you could. Well, we'll uh, yeah, true. Um, We'll see. I mean, it, it's – I can't believe what the momentum that she carries. I it's mean, unreal. It's really unreal. And yeah. um, I don't know who the marketing people are behind this relationship or what it's actually about, but <laughs> right. this is this is like, the, you know, uh, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan coming together for WrestleMania three, yeah. right? I mean, you're going right. to talk about peaking the peaks. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the NFL could get any bigger. I thought it was King Football Park Avenue. They've yeah. got to be ecstatic with this, Mike. Yes. Right? It, it's amazing. I, I agree with you. How could it, how could it have seen this big of a jump? Mm. It's already the king, right? But there's this yes. whole audience. And the NFL, I made this argument for many years. It appeals to women more than more than probably any other sport, except to me in, in the short time UFC. Women really get into UFC. They bet it. They follow it. Um and maybe I don't remember boxing being that way back when I was younger, that yeah. women really cared about boxing, but they really felt that it is a really a mixed crowd when we have UFC events and the women are in they they're knowledgeable. They study up on it. It's surprising. That's probably the sport they bet the most and, and do the best at. Um, but uh, yeah, we forget about the 53% minority, right? Because we're yeah. very, we're very male focused on our sports. That's, that's, that's very true. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's put football in the back burner. I promise we'll get back to it. Baseball, uh, we're on the cusp, as, as you mentioned earlier, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be in Illinois next week in Waukegan, right close to Wisconsin. It's too bad that the Brewers and the Cubs, I don't think, I think the Cubs have to win four in a row because every tiebreaker might goes against them. Every single one. Yeah. It's, um, I think it comes down. They need the Mets to beat the Marlins tonight. Yep. Um, they need some help. They really need help because they, they're they're up against it. Although the Brewers now have set their rotation, so you won't see any of their top three starters this weekend. Oh, that's good. Burns threw four or five innings today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To set him yep. up. You're not you're not going to see anybody, uh, but but long relief guys really. Maybe Miley mm-hmm. gets a start tomorrow. You know, because he'll he'll be the fourth guy if they need him and the first guy in a situation, because Miley can give you six innings. Right. But, so they're set from that standpoint. But, I mean, they threw their big guns down there, Steele, uh, Tyone, and now tonight I believe Stroman's starting. He is, uh, yeah. So now we, you know, you got to come back with the, the second-tier starters for mm-hmm. Chicago as well. The only good thing you can say is Chicago brings more people to Miller Park than Brewers fans. So yeah. we'll see. It's just it, the, 
the emotional letdown of the way they've lost these games and two out of three and Suzuki dropping the fly ball. It was like Don Young in 69. Uh, Brian Brown in 98. Yeah. I didn't remember that as vividly as yeah. and I, and I wasn't alive in 69, but I, my father talks about Don Young all the day, you know, and Don Young yeah. left baseball after that year. He was, I don't, didn't center. know that. And they found and he went and he was a janitor at a middle school in Reno, Nevada. I mean, that, I mean, he just dropped off the face of the earth, Don Young, after yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't overcome dropping the fly ball. What about uh, the? Do you remember the guy in Oakland? A similar scenario was it Dave Henderson in the '88 Worlds? Was it was it Dave Henderson? Didn't he had an error or something, and he was never the same after that? Do you remember that? I'm making that up. I don't. I don't. I don't remember it, Kenny. That, yeah, I'll look that up. Anyways, uh, it, it, who beats the Braves? <sighs> I actually think the Braves will get the 4-5 winner, which is mm-hmm. going to be Arizona at Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. the Braves' path is probably going to be Philadelphia and then Dodgers-Milwaukee possibly unless there's an upset. I actually think – I don't know if Milwaukee can score enough runs to beat them, but I don't know where the Take starting pitch. pitcher comes from the Dodgers. I right. actually think the Phillies – in a five-game series, have the best shot at beating the Braves of anybody in the National League than the other two in a seven-game series. Did it last year, right? Knocked them out? Yeah. Now, the, Brian Snitker said today that next week when they're off, because they're off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yep. they're going to have simulated games and just instead of just showing up and getting a couple of laps in, you know, trying to stay in shape, they're actually going to open up the ballpark for the Braves fans to come and watch these simulated games for free. So hmm. they're making some adjustments. Didn't work last year. We shall see. Let's get the football, college uh, football first. Um, last week, crazy, crazy week. We had some huge, huge games. Which game was the most popular? Was was the Dion factor still in place? All right, I want you to guess, Kenny, and I did this with Michael Lombardi and Stormy today on his show. Guess what the top four games were in terms of right over the weekend. Now, this will include Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Top four games in right. All of football. Yeah, they're all football. All of football. Okay, the top four. Um, I'm going to go Oregon. 900,000. 900, number one. Number one. 900,000. Notre Dame, Ohio State's on the Number list. two, 580,000. Number Holy two. Holy mackerel. I'm on a roll. Um, couldn't be Penn State, Iowa. That no. wouldn't be that wouldn't be the game. You got to go uh, to the pros now. No other college the- game was in the top four. Okay. So let me let me go back to last week and, and find uh, – let me get my schedule in front of me here. Um, <sighs> Minnesota Chargers? Nope. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh? I no. mean Steelers Vegas? No. Early window? Yes. Oh, one early, one early, one early, one late. And not Thursday night's prime time. San Francisco no. in the okay. No. One early, one late. It couldn't have been the Chiefs and the Bears. Nope. All right, tell me, I'm lost. Packers Saints, third. Really? Pats, Jets, fourth. Pats and the Jets. Why were people betting that game? Close games. You get the in-game factor added into the total. Everybody bet the Saints and laid a point and a half. Ken, it was our biggest variance of the year. We got so lucky the Packers came back and won yeah. that game. 
But remember, all those people that laying one and a half could have got the Packers at six to one, eight to one, ten to one end game too. So I think that increased a lot of the right on that game. Uh, whew. Parlays had to be crushed. I mean, you guys oh, had to yeah. kill we, we got killed. We got killed on, on Saturday, and we did very well on Sunday. Basically broke even for the weekend. The Cowboys go down in flames. That's a popular team. Jags get beat. Ravens get beat. Yeah. Uh, those had to be three. Speaking of getting beat by two of those three teams, Mike Survivor, again, uh, we didn't get to October. We had four entries this year. We had two of them alive going into last week. We took Baltimore. We took Jacksonville. Baltimore gave us a bit of a cheap thrill maybe for a while. Jacksonville was never in that football game. Never. They got dominated by by a, a rookie quarterback and by a depleted Texans team. I mean, they've got a lot of injuries there. That was, a, that was a, to me, a shocking result. Yeah, Stroud can play a little bit. I think he, he's a he's, good player. He's not been bad. He doesn't turn the ball over, Kenny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm with you. Um, well, that that's interesting. I would obviously I didn't get those games. So, what does a double dip on Monday night do? Does it do twice as much? No. Or no, no, no? no, no. maybe about thirty to thirty-five percent more. That's the uptick. It's, it's no good because it's not staggered enough, Kenny. You need to stagger yeah. these games more. Mm-hmm. Why don't you kick at three thirty and then come and 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 you know, or your time go five thirty and then go eight thirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's too much. Only an hour overlap. It, 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 it's it's not good. Yeah, no, I, I understand. All right, let's get to college football over the weekend. So what will be the big game this weekend? Is there a primetime game that's everybody's excited about? I, I mean, I, I don't see one necessarily. Do you on college? Yeah. Um, Notre Dame Duke. Nah. No. No, there's nothing. This is a bad week. Uh, you know, people want to watch Colorado. That's an early game. Um, one of the better games of the weekend is actually tomorrow night. Utah at Oregon State, I think, is a very, right? Very, that Pac-12, they got four in the top ten, and we're not even talking about Washington State, who's been as impressive as anybody. They're right. It's They're quite a conference. I still think this Washington might be the best of the group. Got them this week at over 30-1 to one to, win the, to win it all, to win it all, win the national championship. Washington? Washington. I got him at tw- 22 to 1 to win the Pac-12. That's that's better than my ticket. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. How, when did I you bet, get that? I bet him uh, about ten, two games ago. I just like this Penix. I, I bet him right before the Michigan State game is when I made the bet. So that, that Thursday, Friday, whenever that was. Yeah, Michigan State's bad. I, I just said that cr- USC defense is, is – I can't yeah. trust the USC defense and – I'm not sure Oregon is as good as they looked, and um, Utah without rising can't be is not going to beat the top tier team. So you've been uh, you've had a play of the week the last couple of weeks that you've really liked, and they both got home. I think it was Washington State last week. You loved. Yep. Do you like anybody yeah. this week? College uh, I like LSU. LSU to beat Ole Miss. Yeah. Is that a night game? Um, minus two and a half. I think I like them to beat. I, I think that LSU is more talented than Alabama and Alabama made pretty easy work of that team. Um, mm-hmm. I think LSU can is much more explosive offensively. And I like LSU by a touchdown plus here. Yeah, uh, I, I could see that. Um, and that's a four o'clock. I think that's four o'clock central. No, it's not. It's 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 a, it is a night game. It is a night game. I think mine might be seven o'clock. Um, yes. Let me see. 
It's uh, 3 p.m. our time, 5 o'clock here. It's about 5 o'clock. All right, 5 o'clock here. So uh, kind of in the middle of the day. All right, good stuff. Mike Palm, while you're off to Illinois, best of luck to you out there. Anything going on in Las Vegas since we last spoke? Uh, as, far, as far as Formula One, have they got that figured oh, out worse. yet? It's just worse and worse and worse. Now, you can't even take the strip. I hear they're going to be closing Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard for eight weeks. It's a disaster. Wow. And I saw some... Uh, are the cabs on strike or Uber drivers slow to get to Harry Reid Airport? Yes. Last, it's, last it's weekend? Been, yeah, it's been bad. I'll say. Not been good. That's Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. You'll hear him on the radio with Trent and I uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Friday morning at 1130, which would be about 30 minutes before you officially, if all things go according to plan, be able to cut the ribbon. Who's going to make the first bet in Illinois at Circus? Don't know Do yet. Know? Don't know, no. Gotcha. No celebrity lined up or no politician. No. Nothing no. like that. Mike, have a good week. In Rob Bogoyevich. We tried to get Rob Bogoyevich. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, is Jane Byrne still point. alive? How about Jane Byrne? She's just, she's still with us. You know what? I don't know that name. What's what's her Henry story? Hyde. Henry Hyde was one of I'm, my boyhood heroes. Senator really? Assemblyman I've Henry heard of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, Mike Palm. Have a good week. We'll see you next week on The Hook. We'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks, Dade White, for producing Behind the Scenes, who's actually going to be with you next Wednesday night at the Grand Opening. I can't tell you how excited I am to hear that. (laughs) That just made the trip all the better, right? The eyewear. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you next week. That's Mike Palm. Thanks for tuning in. Iowa everywhere. We're sponsored by our friends at Circus Sports. You can download the app in Iowa. And as of Friday, if you're in Illinois, Yes, indeed. Circa, Illinois. Good stuff, Mike. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching, everybody. Iowa everywhere.